Hello, welcome to the Daily Cron for Saturday, January 11th, 2020. I'm Stephen Tolton, and uh, this is the first podcast I've done in quite a while, but I figure it's a new year, it's a new decade, depending on who you ask, and it uh, seems like a good time to get back into the swing of things. So this is my, not really daily, but whenever I feel like podcast, where I could tell you my two listeners, my two subscribers, or what? <laughs> Actually, I have no idea how I have subscribers, but uh, I don't imagine as many. But uh, uh, this is where I get to just talk about whatever's on my mind. And uh, if you like it, then you subscribe or stay subscribed. And if you don't like it, uh, you find the delete button you're probably frantically looking for right now because you forgot you were subscribed to this. And then you, you know, delete it and never have to hear my uh, voice again. Speaking of voice, sorry if it sounds a little weird. Uh, not that you probably remember what it sounds like since it was like August when I last had one of these. But it's that time of year where you, I'm just like constantly low-level sick. So anyway, where have I been? You might be asking yourself, dear podcast listener. Well, thank you very much for asking. I, I appreciate the interest. Uh, I'll tell you where I've been. I've been uh, been busy and, and burned out and uh, dealing with stuff. You know, so it's like the typical excuse. No, really, I started this podcast, uh, and if you go way back in the archives, you can find out, uh, you know, why I did this podcast to begin with, but I started it in order to learn the ropes podcasting, the technical side of things, and I wanted to do it like a daily podcast uh, for a while just so I could um, learn quickly, iterate quickly, and I did that. I learned a lot, and a lot about the process. In fact, uh, I was just talking to a friend of mine today who had a bunch of questions about how to do podcasting for her podcast, which is going to be amazing, and I will surely be uh, promoting the heck out of it once it's available, but she had a lot of questions, and I was able to answer these questions because I already went through all the pain of setting up a podcast from scratch, knowing nothing. So, so that was helpful. Um, it's really just write all this stuff down <laughs> in like an FAQ. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, it was uh, it, that was the main process. The main reason for doing this podcast was <clears throat> to learn the ropes, and then uh, I like to just use it to to talk extemporaneously, as it were, about whatever's on my mind. Uh, so there's a lot of things I could talk about because it's been so long and there were so many things that I, I wanted to, to talk about. But let's first start with a little housekeeping. <clears throat> so, I mean, I, I got a little burned out doing this and I think the last one was August. And then after that, there was just a lot of work issues because it was iOS 13 and that was a very buggy release and I had to get the day job app out there. And then, uh, after that, like since October, I've been really not doing a lot of things on the side besides the day job. I mean, obviously there was the holiday break, which I had like several weeks off, so I didn't really do anything then. <clears throat> but even before then, uh, I was intentionally not doing a lot of computer work after my day job because I've been having a lot of hand pain issues. They're still trying to figure out uh, the root cause of these things. It's gotten better, but it's it's still there. It's like everyday kind of a, a difficulty using my hands to different degrees and pain and so I was uh trying to rest them because we thought it was a like a carpal tunnel thing. And I'm still not so I'm still not sure what it is right now. But it's been like months of that. So um I'm in the process of, of trying to figure that out. Uh and so in the meantime I was I was taking kind of a break from a lot of the photography and computer work and uh now it's a new year and my hands are, you know, much better than they were even if they're not back to normal yet. So I'm getting back in the swing of things. Uh, I figured the podcast is a good good place to start as any. <clears throat> so that kind of catches you up real quick with the housekeeping. I mean, you can expect this podcast to come out irregularly, not necessarily daily. 
uh, and it'll just be whatever stuff is on my mind from reviews of movies and, and pop culture TV shows and stuff to explorations of philosophical topics occasionally, maybe, <laughs> to technical stuff, uh, you know, all, all those, all the grab bag of topics. If you go to dailycronpodcast.com, you can see uh, in the archive. So today, what I want to talk about, though, <clears throat> uh, today I want to talk about, uh, I guess, a, a revisit a topic that I, I talked about earlier, which was uh, Marie Kondo and her, her tidying up philosophy, her book. So the last time I looked at it, I think I said I was going to do it. I hadn't read through everything yet, but, uh, but it was interesting. Well, I have. I read through both of her books that I've heard that they were out, uh, and I watched a lot of the Netflix show, which is, I think, what I was talking about then in <clears throat> the old podcast. I didn't finish that show, but it's actually it's, it's really a strangely compelling show. <laughs> just really messy people's homes and they get transformed and their relationships improve through the the power of tidying. It's a very good show, actually. It's like relaxing. You know, you can just watch it and uh, just just chill <laughs> in the absolute sense. Just kind of sit there and and let the let the let the magic of the tidiness wash over you. <clears throat> but I've actually been for real um, going through the process, and so I haven't gotten through too far yet. I've done clothing, which is step one. So the thing about Marie Kondo's process, I think it's easy for a lot of people to um, to kind of uh, make fun of it because it has like elements in there that that are not uh, strictly street speaking practical, but they're part of her philosophy or view of the world. So uh, a lot about she starts her process by thanking the house and she has this whole like does it spark joy thing, which I think it's very easy to misunderstand what she means there. Um, she has things like you're supposed to thank the article of clothing or, or the item when you're going to discard it because it it brought you you know for thank it for whatever it brought you and but you know when you break it down what it is is a, a, a practical system for decluttering your life and explicitly and consciously choosing to keep only those things in your life uh, those physical things in your life that you want to have or that somehow make your life better. And the judgment call about what you should keep and not keep is strictly up to you. And so that's what she means when she says it has to spark joy. Now she has like a, a specific kind of thing where she says it's supposed to have this emotional hit. Um, she very much focuses on having an, an emotional attachment to the things that you have. Um, if you're like me, you're not really in that mindset. Uh, that was kind of hard to do. So I, I maybe, you know, adapted the system a little bit to be a little more practical. But basically it was like, <clears throat> I went through my clothing, for instance, and it was just, you know, do I even wear this thing? I've had this thing for like 15 years. I'm never going to wear it. I don't like the color or whatever. And then those things got discarded. And then the things I really liked, like my E. Joseph and the Sparrows t-shirt that's falling apart, <laughs> but I really love that t-shirt. I kept that thing. That was like a no-brainer. So it's kind of an interesting system. <clears throat> and in real summary, you go through a series of of categories. So you organize things by categories instead of by room. You start with clothing, then you do books, and then papers, and then what she calls kimono, which is like miscellaneous stuff, including the bathroom, the kitchen, and like hobbies, and that's where I would tackle photography and music gear and that kind of thing. Uh, so basically everything else. And then uh, you get to sentimentals last. And it makes a lot of sense when you think about it. Like her her system is not like revolutionary it's like, like like no one's ever thought to do some of these things before but she puts it all together in a package that's uh very easy to follow and i think very appealing to a lot a wide a wide audience 
you know, it has it has that hook in there that got her a lot of media attention some years ago, uh, even as 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 early as like last year or, or twenty eighteen anyway, when her show on Netflix premiered. I think it was 2018, 2019, I don't know, about a year ago. <clears throat> so uh, if you can easily put aside, though, the the stuff about sparking joy and thanking your pro- your, your goods, <laughs> you know. <clears throat> you can put all that aside and ignore it. She has two books, her main book, <clears throat> and then she has this follow-up book, which has these some illustrated aspects to it and has more practical tips and less anecdotes, although it still has some, but has like less less of that stuff and more just practical like how do i fold this like what's a tip for organizing the kitchen you know etc and so I, I read both of them and i find it's useful i have them on kindle so i just open up my phone if i'm looking for some kind of you know tip or inspiration but really it comes down to be it's pretty straightforward uh you want to put things in drawers put things in in square boxes in boxes to organize things and just find a home for every single thing you own i mean really that's what it is and the way you can do that is if you cut down on the amount of things you own so that they all fit within your storage space and you can identify a home for everything and remember all the things you have for the most part. Like, that's one of the problems. If you have too much stuff, you don't know where it is. Uh, so <clears throat> I've been going through her process. I did clothing. And, I mean, that didn't take me too long because I don't have as much clothing, I think, as most people. But I had a lot of clothing I discarded. Like, I have something like eight bags worth of clothing discard. I mean, because clothing takes up a lot of space, so it's not as much clothing as you think. I think, but it includes like coats, outerwear, you know, pants, uh, shirts. Uh, a lot of things that I was given as like gifts, maybe like even more than a decade ago. Some of the stuff I think I've had since I was basically a kid, and I was like, I'm never going to wear this. I don't like it. I have very peculiar tastes in clothing, I should say. Like certain materials, certain colors, and that's about it. And I just like to have the same thing pretty much every day if I, if I can. So I'm a little extreme. Most people are not going to be like that. They're going to have more of a variety of things. But in any case, I mean, I went, th- I, I did what the program asked you to do. It, it asks you to take all the, all the things in a category like clothing and lay it out in one spot, like on your bed, on the floor, in a, a clean spot on the floor. And this lets you see in, in one place how much stuff you actually have, which is actually really, uh, I think, important part of her system that I, I think you really should do. Uh, first of all, it forces you to go around your entire dwelling and find every item of that category. <clears throat> in fact, uh, she she what she says in her book with her clients is if if you're getting all your clothing and and she says right before you start, are you sure you found everything? Is there nothing you're missing? You know, and then they go around and they find usually a few more things because she says if there's anything you forgot to put in this pile here, it's automatically discarded at the end. Um, that you know, and that way it gets people to go and find every single item. So it's it's a good idea to do to start this way. And also, I found that it's a really good inspiration to finish. You put it all on your bed, and you're like, "Well, I want to sleep tonight, so I have to at least go through the clothing." <clears throat> and then you can break down your clothing into subcategories, uh, especially if you have a lot. You know, usually, I think she says starts with tops, and and then you know, you know, and you go through different subcategories of clothing. Uh, depends on how much you have and how much you want to follow that. Like she has specific reasons why she wants to do that that are not necessarily practical. Uh, they have to do with her like philosophy. And uh, I guess you call philosophy, or um, uh, and so you know you don't, you don't have to do it for that reason. But I, I think it it also is pretty practical. You want to divide up things into some kind of subcategories. You get a lot of stuff, and then you just put them on the bed and you go through them. You you choose which ones to keep. I think that's the, the better mentality. I mean, a lot a lot of a lot of it is about discarding, but 
actually it's about what to keep. So think about it that way. It's 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 not you deciding which things to get rid of. It's you deciding which things you want to keep. And you just go through that. Anything you're not keeping, you just put into trash or donation. You know, depending on what it is. <clears throat> and basically, and you start with clothing because it's pretty easy to do. Usually, people aren't super emotionally attached to their clothing, so it's easy for you to practice the the work involved practice like the finding joy the sparking joy thing that's that's what she says so this is like your opportunity to practice that and so you get better at it as you go along and i think that makes sense because think about it if you wanted to start with like your family photos like you'd be sitting there forever trying to figure out which photos am i going to keep what am i not going to keep uh it would take you a long time so you do that last because that way you've had a lot of practice getting rid of things and figuring out whatever whatever spark joy means to you in that case, like whatever, whatever like criteria you have for what to keep and what to, what to not keep, you, you figure it out as you go along. <clears throat> so I did that. I went and I went through all my clothes and, and, uh, and they all fit now in like half or less of the dresser space that I had before. Uh, also her folding methods are actually eminently uh, practical. They're very good. Her, her whole idea of folding things so that they can stand up in the drawers. Actually a really good idea. I did that with my, all my clothing and yeah, it, it actually is super practical, especially when you have like a whole bunch of shirts or something, like a whole bunch of t-shirts like I have. You can see what they are. <laughs> you can pick them out without without having to go through a whole stack and your clothes aren't getting crushed on the bottom. And frankly, I feel like I could fit more in my space. So I like that. It worked out. <clears throat> and uh, so the next step for me is going to be my books because I do have a lot of paper books, even though I, I kind of stopped buying them years ago. I still have a lot uh, to to go through. And that's going to be a big, a big thing is I got to find homes for some of them. Um, I have a lot of books that aren't really donatable to a library, like technical books that are out of date. So I need to find somewhere to dispose of them, recycle them effectively. I'm not really sure where to to do that. But anyway, I'll figure it out. I have a lot of books I'm going to be able to get rid of. And then that'll actually free up space so I can put um, other things there, like like eventually when I get the camera equipment. So one of the things also when you're doing this process is while you're in the process of doing it, the homes you find for things are not permanent. So it's like you, you can you don't want to get too caught up in it. If you're organizing something, you're like, uh, I don't know exactly where to put this. You just find a reasonable place to put the things and you, you can always play around with it later. Like organizing your closet or your drawers or whatever later uh, is actually you know pretty relaxing, I find. <laughs> and pretty easy to do if you reduced all the stuff. Uh, so... Next step for me is, as I said, it's going to be books, and that's going to be paper, and I have a bunch of that stuff. Most of that stuff's just going to get shredded. Um, but I have lots of little bits of paper and, and things around, <laughs> envelopes and cards and like receipts and things. It's just a mess. Uh, and then uh, after that, it's going to be all the miscellaneous stuff, and that's where it's going to be like, where am I going to put my photography gear? How am I going to store that? And where am I going to put the music uh, guitar stuff that I have? And where am I going to put... Uh, you know, where am I going to put all the little boxes I have for <laughs> photography gear? Like all that kinds of random stuff. And, you know, that's where I could, I think you could clear out your, clean out my drawers and my desk drawers and all that kind of stuff. Uh, uh, beyond that, though, I also would say there's some good, good tips in there about the kitchen. So unlike most of the rest of the, the process where you're trying to tidy up for uh, the purpose of, of just like uh, kind of removing all the clutter and putting everything away when you're not using it. So it's kind of all hidden from you. <clears throat> the purpose of doing the kitchen is to make it easy to clean. Like that's her emphasis for the kitchen. 
like that's my problem getting my keeping my kitchen clean is hard because you know sh- stuff splashes places it, you gotta you gotta clean it if you have pots and pans out then it's like it's hard to clean you know you have to move things around and so her her advice is you basically try to use up all of your um all of your built-in storage in your kitchen you put everything in there that you can really you try to you try to get to the point where your countertops are are completely clear or as clear as possible anyway and then that way it makes it a lot easier to clean and then you also want to just wipe down things after every time you cook so very practical advice uh me i'm gonna have to start by tidying up the place and then deep cleaning everything because it's like yeah it's not it's not as clean as uh, as i would like it i'm gonna need to do that but oh that, that i should also mention that's something else tidying up and cleaning are different things so tidying she says you do once essentially in your life this big big process of this and i think her book said on average her clients were taking like six months to go through this whole thing so it's it's a long process not just a weekend <clears throat> but once you've gone through the whole thing it's like a once in a lifetime thing and then um people don't uh, reverse on it they 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 tend to keep things tidy i mean yeah things are gonna get messy a little bit temporarily in a place but it, once you've done gone through the work and everything has a home uh, the idea is that it changes your mentality and you um I find it easier to avoid getting all that cluttered space to begin with. So we'll see. Hopefully that will work out. Um, More advice she has. I mean, basically everywhere you go in your house, the advice is essentially put things in drawers, organize it uh, with in boxes to keep like things together and like sized things she'll talk about too. So something in the kitchen, you want to have the utensils in the the various cooking utensils, like by size more than you want by, by other things you want to, and she said also in there, um, the kitchen is probably in a place where you're going to need to buy the most organizing stuff. But in general, you want to not buy boxes and things until the end, at least the end of the category, because you want to try to use the storage space you have. And you're, you may actually find a lot of things you can reuse for storage, like boxes and things. So as you go along, you find things you might be able to use for as a box somewhere. You just kind of put it aside in one spot. Then you can, when you're to the stage where you're, you know, you're done discarding and your time to organize things and you can look and, and use them. And then um, it, it makes sense, though. It's kind of hard to know what kind of organizational products you might need until you've figured out how much stuff you have. So, again, I find her system very logical. Uh, you know, I just kind of ignore most of the the stuff about, you know, like thanking your clothes and that kind of deal. Like, I, I don't buy into that part of the system. but the I, I do find it very practical and a it's not the only way of course that you can you know clean up your life but i like it so it is uh, as a friend of mine <laughs> japanese friend of mine said said this is like the most japanese sounding thing ever and i was like yeah it is it is it is a very uh it, it is i mean she's from japan uh she had a thriving business apparently in japan and uh, now it's like a worldwide empire so good for her i gotta say uh so I, I've also kind of spread the 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 Marie Kondo or the, the Con Marie system to, to some other people. So <laughs> it's spreading out outwards from me to other people who are who are like cleaning up, uh, tidying up their their world too. So you know, if you're if you're friends with me, uh, you may catch the Con Marie bug. Uh, so I I got to get back into it actually because one because I'm a little behind now. So I have to make time to do this every weekend. Uh, but hopefully I only have to go through this process once and then keep things clean and tidy. <clears throat> so I don't really like the mess I have. Like I started doing this because 
my place is like kind of cluttered and messy and it used to be nice and neat. And I find that uh, I have trouble focusing and being creative and, and, and working on things when my environment is all messy. Not everybody's like that. Obviously some people really like a messy place uh, or, you know, having lots of stuff around. I don't, I mean, that's just my personality. So I feel like, you know, if I hunker down and actually do this, then I will have a, an environment to live in that more is more um, conducive to my own my own uh, creativity and work ethic. So we'll we'll see if that turns out that way. <clears throat> so I highly recommend the Conmary system. Is what I'm saying. If you think it's the parts of it are goofy, you're not wrong. They they can appear goofy uh, if you're not in that mindset. If you don't have the same beliefs that um, Ricondo does, and that's fine. As I said, you don't have to adopt every single thing. You know, it's just, it's just a pretty good practical system for cleaning up. If you feel like you, you don't know how, like that was me, like I don't know how to tidy up. Like I, I kind of, you know, like everybody kind of knows, like, oh, you pick up things, you put, put them in a home, but it's like, what's a system I can follow that I can get, have have incremental progress on so I can have positive feedback loop going and so that I can have an end goal in sight and so that I can look up advice on certain things. You know, that, that kind of thing works really well for me when I have a system to work within. So if you're that type of person, uh, this is a great system to look at. The books are really easy to read. They're short. I read both of her books um, in like two afternoons. Uh, they're only a few hundred pages long. You can get them cheap everywhere. Uh, maybe even the library. I don't know. Um, and especially <clears throat> the the first book has a lot about the thinking process and like the the side benefits of cleaning uh, of tidying up this way, or that she believes you can get how it can improve your relationships and get you like or get you like mentally ready for the next phase of your life and that kind of thing. Which I think actually has some validity, but that, that's a whole other kind of topic to go into. But if you just want the practical tips, uh, you may be able to just get by with the second book, which has this visual encyclopedia in there, which has some like specific illustrations, like how do I fold a shirt? How do I fold a dress? Um, how do I, you know, what, what do I do about kitchen organization? <clears throat> and so she has some advice in there. It cuts out a lot of the anecdotes. So if you just want the one, one book to do it, prob- try, if you just want practical resource, then the second book uh, it's probably a good one. Uh, I'll find links to Amazon listings that are, they're, they're not going to be affiliate links though. So there's going to be regular links to Amazon and I'll put them in the show notes here. So you can uh, go and, and check out the books uh, and uh, you can buy them there, or buy them somewhere else or go to the library, whatever. But so, as I said, I recommend the system. It's slowly working for me. Uh, I will continue the process and I will check back here to the podcast later and give you an update. Uh, Hopefully, I, I will uh, maybe have some photos or something <laughs> to show. It depends on how, how, how willing I am to be embarrassed by my messiness. Uh, yeah, so I think that's going to be about it for this special Daily Cron, the first of 2020. figure it kind of made sense. It's a new year, a new decade. I'm trying to clean up my environment to have like a new uh, start to the year. Yeah, so that's it. Um, uh, yeah. There's just so much stuff that's been going on. I really got to do more of these because I don't want to put everything into one episode. If there's any particular topic that you're interested in hearing my uh, opinion on for some reason, 
uh, let me know. You can reach out through the, there's a form on the website, dailycronpodcast.com, where you can also look at all the, all the archives. You can also find me online. I'm like at Stolton on Twitter. <clears throat> you know, you can find me on Facebook easily enough. Daily Cron Podcast has a Facebook page, has a website, um, has a Twitter account. So pretty easy to find me if you want to like uh, communicate about this podcast. Uh, I only actually have gotten emails about this podcast from spammers. <laughs> so if you're like a real person who actually listens to this, hey, say hi. That would be nice to know. Um, so yeah, and uh, stay tuned for more stuff. I'm, I have a lot of plans. I mean, I always have a lot of plans. We'll see how much comes to fruition this year. But I'm determined to launch another podcast this year now that I know what I'm doing. And my friend Mike and I, <clears throat> we've been doing a lot of uh, demo recordings for like a new, a new podcast. Just haven't found the right format yet. Um, but, uh, you know, maybe we'll, maybe we just need to release something. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah, so that's gonna be it. Have a good, have a good rest of your weekend. Uh, if you're gonna, if you're listening to this near when it came out, uh, you're looking for a movie recommendation, 1917. I just saw that last night. That was amazing. Uh, I almost did this whole podcast on 1917, and who knows? Maybe I still will, because that movie was really, uh, really amazing. I just wanted a little bit of time to process it. But uh, it, it's definitely going to be nominated for a lot of awards, and I think deserves uh, some to win in, in some of the technical categories, for sure. Anyway, that, that was a great movie, so I would, I would highly, recommend, highly recommend that movie as well if you're looking for, for a really good film a, a, a very kind of unique experience it's one worth seeing on the big screen just because that that the way it's it, it's filmed as if it's one giant long take is extremely immersive with a big screen and uh, a loud sound system yeah so that's my recommendation for movies for this week okay so that's going to be it for the daily cron podcast for saturday january 11th 2020 Check out the archives and, and uh, you know, uh, how to get in touch with me at dailygroundpodcast.com. Talk to you later.
Come on.